Here we go. Folks, this is your host Cameron Ivy of Privacy Please, and thank you so much for tuning in each and every week. If this is your first time, welcome to the show. Tell your friends about it if you like it. If you don't, let's just pretend you didn't listen to it. Thanks again for coming in, and we hope you enjoy the show. Alrighty then, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Privacy Please. I am your host, Cameron Ivy. And man, I got another awesome little side story for you. How about that? The SEC's proposed data breach disclosure rules will add new pressure to security teams. Let's go ahead and dive in. <laughs> Sorry. All right, here we go. According to the latest data breach report by IBM and the Pominom Institute, the average cost of a data breach in 2021 reached 4.24 million, a historic high. For many companies, however, the costs can be much higher, including business disruption, reputational and brand damage, almost said brain damage, uh, ransomware payouts and more with costs occurring over several years. To ensure the public companies are transparently accounting for this risk, the SEC has proposed new disclosure rules that will reduce the time in which companies must disclose a breach to a mere four days after deeming it. While cybersecurity incidents already activate a rapid response for most organizations, CISOs today are initially most focused on corporate data and system impacts. Going forward, CISOs will need to have a board-level conversation within a day or two of discovering the breach to determine whether the incident is material and must be disclosed. If enacted, the rules will make cybersecurity disclosures a board-level topic. Companies will also have to report on the board of directors' cybersecurity expertise. These changes will transform enterprise security investments into a strategic priority. That's the good news. The bad news is that the change will come with significantly tighter deadlines and increased consequences for non-compliance. So what's changing? Let's talk about that. Let's dive into it. Let's get into the nitty gritty. The new rules would require public companies to report material cybersecurity incidents within four business days after the determination that a material incident has occurred. Public companies would be expected to be diligent in making a materiality determination by thoroughly and objectively evaluating the total mix of information available. Since costs and risks can occur over several years, companies will need to provide regular updates about previous cybersecurity incidents, document policies and procedures to identify and manage cybersecurity risks, disclose cybersecurity governance practices, report on the board of directors cybersecurity expertise. Now, other breach notification requirements. 
any organization that collects, stores, or processes personally identifiable information, say it with me now, PII, about its consumers and prospects is already subject to a myriad of state, federal, and industry notification requirements when a security breach occurs. Organizations are required to notify the impacted individuals if their information has been compromised and often other governing bodies as well. U.S. federal laws requiring data breach notifications include the Health Insurance Portability of Accountability Act, which is, say it with me, HIPAA, protects health information such as an individual's medical records. The Gramm-Leach-Biley Act, the GLBA, requires covered financial institutions to notify customers when their non-public personal information, NPI, is compromised by a security breach. The FDIC's Computer Security Incident Notification Requirements for Banking Organizations and their Bank Service Providers recently issued by the FDIC requires banks to notify the FDIC within 36 hours of determining that they have suffered a material computer security incident that could disrupt business operations or that could pose a threat to the financial stability of the country. In addition to the federal laws, all 50 states have data breach reporting laws, as well as each state has a different requirement for determining whether a breach has occurred and for the notices that are required. Thus, if a company has consumers in 50 states and they suffer a data breach, they can have 50 different sets of reporting requirements. Let's talk about how how there's some ways that you can kind of go about protecting this. While breach notification laws are certainly not new, the deadlines are getting shorter and shorter. All while companies are challenged to keep compliant with more and more applicable regulations that continue to evolve. To meet these obligations, organizations can't wait for a breach to occur to plan their response to a potential cyber attack. The time to start preparing is now. The first step in protecting sensitive and personal data is finding all of it. Where is it at? Where does it live? You'd be surprised how many don't know. In a lot of locations, especially endpoints, workstations. Some of the data that you can find in there is unbelievable. As data proliferates, discovery becomes exponentially more difficult. Most organizations have terabytes and petabytes of data spread across servers, laptops, and other devices. Solving the problem requires a privacy-grade discovery solution. With enough breadth and depth to search all locations and find any type of data. So once all that data is located, then you have to automate application of a persistent label. So tags and visual markers helps both humans and computers determine its sensitivity and treat it consistently via automated rules like playbooks. Um, contextual classification also helps you map your data elements to applicable regulations, business processes, the value and the risk associated with data and other details. Classification ensures that only appropriate parties can access sensitive data as it moves throughout the organization and supports information sharing with other data protection controls, such as a DLP product. With this automation in place, 
When data breaches occur, you can easily identify which entities were impacted and which data breach notifications are in place. And because you already have identified the number of impacted individuals, the value of the data and its associated risk, you can quickly access whether a data breach is material and needs to be reported. So again, having that persistent classification, meaning it's embedded as metadata within a file or other data assets, integrating with other tools to add sensitive data intelligence to the rest of your security stack, you know, that tools like Spirion act as a force multiplier to ensure tools like DLP platforms, CASB, um, IRM, DRM, encryption, and other tools are optimized for the sensitivity of data. Now, enough shameless plugging. You know, that's kind of a wrap on this. Data breaches are huge. They're getting more and more regulated. As you can see, things are changing. You have to change with it. So having, having something that can help you find sensitive data wherever it lives, something that can classify and remediate, it's huge. You need it nowadays. So take note, CISOs, if you're listening. Anyways, I appreciate you guys listening in. Just hope uh, hope you got some knowledge out of this and some some insight. Another short story for you. And hope, hope, hope you come back next week because we're going to have some good interviews coming up in this next month. So stay tuned, all right? Hopefully uh, you learned something today. And if not, maybe you giggled, if anything. Anyways, thanks again for, for sticking around uh, for, for all these years. And if you're new, thanks for stopping by. We'll see you guys next week. Cameron Ivy, over and out. Thanks for tuning in to Privacy Please. This podcast is brought to you by Spirion, protecting what matters most. If you guys want to keep hearing us and supporting us, please, please, please email me at cameron.ivy at spirion.com. That's C-A-M-E-R-O-N dot I-V-E-Y at spirion, S-P-I-R-I-O-N dot com. We would love to hear from you. New topics, guests, all that good stuff. Support us. We love doing this every single week and we hope to continue. Thanks again for your support. And again, Cameron Ivy, over and out all around decent guy. See you next week.